Hello and welcome back to the What the Derp Show. My name is Freddie and this is Naomi. And in this episode, we don't necessarily have segments, but we have a few different topics that we talk about and it is amazing. Yeah, and beware when I start talking um, after he talks about um, space. So if you are sensitive with gross things, Miss Jenny. Yeah, Miss Jenny. Please silence your phones. Yes, don't just skip it. Yeah, skip it. Skip it. About ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. No less. Less. After that, we bring back something, but I'm not gonna say what it is, and you won't even know until after we talk about it. But I'm not gonna say what it is. You're just gonna have to wait. Okay. All right. Uh, Enjoy the episode. Follow us on Instagram. It's what the derf. It's o dot nohemi for noemi, and also follow the what the derf show podcast page on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Okay, pumpkin. Enjoy the episode, everybody. Good evening and good night. Oh. And Eric. Adios. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. The one with the K and the one with the A, because they're two and different people. Does he listen? Who, Eric? Yeah. Eric Mercola. I just gave his full yeah. name. I ain't mad. Nobody look at him up. Hi to Lily and Diego and Myra and Amy and Miss Jenny. Oh, and other Amy. Who? In Texas. Oh. Okay, bye. song babe okay that's cool an old shakira song uh, there's two there's two things that live rent free in my head and the mm. first one you know is the, the free solo where that guy climbs el capitan first of all as a shout out to my homie jose i work with him and we watched this in two segments because it's like an hour and something long the free solo okay. thing and we're watching it during uh during lunch at work and that's why it was two segments, you know, half hour each for lunch, because we're really good uh, employees, and we take a thirty-minute only lunch <laughs> <Okay>. every time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and we're watching it, and then he, and the, halfway through, he's like, "See, bro, because if you haven't seen Free Free Solo, it's this mountain climber. He's like a free solo climber. He doesn't use any harnesses or ropes or anything to climb up to scale these these cliffs or whatever." And it's and not. That's what they're called. They're called free. It's called free solo, right? When you climb like that, you don't. Have, yeah. You don't have ropes. And, and this is old news. I mean, we've seen this, but I'm just telling you why. It just things that live rent free in my mind. And what he does is he gets like a little bag of chalk, and he's not climbing these, you know, 45 degree mountains, these 60 degree mountains, to where there's some kind of slope to it. No, they're just straight up and down. He's like, "Hey, you see that mountain over there? I'm, I'm gonna climb it. You want some ropes? Nah." You know, I don't know. That sounds crazy to me. He did have something in his head when they in the documentary. His Adubla Abumgada. Adubla. Adubla. All the names for body parts. Elbow. Knee. Nose. Brain. Heart. Adubla Abumgada. Adubla Abumgada. It's not a body part. It's a, it's a section of a body part. It could have been section 1A of your brain, mm. you know, cerebellum, whatever. Or 2A. So his adubla abungara was like not as big or formed or as a normal human being. So he needs more like stimulus to feel what we would feel yeah. eating a cookie. You right. know what I'm saying? Yes. So 
end this, he's like very monotone. He's just like, I got to climb this mountain and I got to do my finger pull-ups in the morning. And hey, I, I cooked breakfast in my van. And he has a girlfriend. And then immediately Jose's just like, Zebra, like you get a girl, they, they ruin everything. And I was just like, whatever. That's so nice. Okay. He had no problem before he gets a girlfriend. Gets a girlfriend, sprains his leg. Gets a girlfriend, chickens out on his first climb because he was psyching himself out. Gets a girlfriend, falls. I'm just saying. There's three so it's her fault. There's three instances. So that's the problem with men is they always blame women for everything. She wasn't even there. She wasn't she there. She was waiting. Physically. But oh, he heard her. He so felt her. I, uh, this is a question. And I think the audience and I both want to know. What? What have I ruined in your life? Mexican food. Oh, he really <laughs> thought about that one too. I thought it was going to be a, no, babe. I'm You're perfect. No, not us, my, babe. My adubla album got us full for you. <laughs> so so he gets hurt. What lives rent free in my mind is when Wait, this. Wait, how did I ruin Mexican food for you? I'm just joking because we have it in abundance. So, I'm Mexican. So anything I make is Mexican food. Yeah, but you know, burgers. Okay, I'll make burgers for the next two months every single day. For and then I'd crave Mexican food. <laughs> okay, let me get to the point okay, of this, okay, all right? Okay, 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 okay. So he gets to the top of El Capitan in mm. Yosemite, which isn't it funny whenever you're watching something on TV or like Netflix or there was a Criminal Minds episode where they're just like, the killer's running through the valleys of like Central Valley. And for whatever reason, even though I'm 35 years old, 30, doesn't matter. You know, well, this, that freaks you out because Criminal Minds. But when you hear a reference of a town near you, you're like, hey, that's by me. <laughs> Yeah. It just makes you feel this false goodness. Oh, that's where I'm from. Uh, yeah. There's a killer in Fresno, California, Criminal Minds. Oh, I know where Fresno is. I know exactly where that is. It does. It's so weird. So Yosemite, I did that. Oh, they're doing the documentary at Yosemite. El Capitan gets to the top. All right. He makes it. He doesn't die. He's still alive. Free solo. No ropes. I don't know if it's real. It could be real. Probably is real. But it's also a documentary. So whatever. Yeah. Gets to the top and he, he he looks up in the air after he scales this mountain and okay. looks up in the air and says, I am delighted. And that lives rent free in my head. Yeah. I usually say it after I eat a good meal because that's how I equate it. And best part about it is that when he gets to the top, there's people that like hiked it. Like a normal person hike, when you hike the 18 miles there and back up to Alba Capitan, he just climbs up on the side of the mountain and nobody kind of sees where he comes from. He's just there. Yeah. So nobody interacts with them. They're just like, you know, whatevs. Weird, weird dude. Yeah. yeah. Or wait, no, that doesn't happen. He talks about an instance when that happens when he climbs another one. Doesn't matter. And another one that lives right free in my mind. Welcome back to the What the Derp Show. Whatever. I just got to talk about this. There's this one dude called the Iceman. And he can like withstand really cold water in the Antarctics. You know. <laughs> and he gets in there and people were. This is going to be a shorter story. Because the dude's like with a beard. Look up the Iceman on YouTube. And you'll you'll hear it. Noemi's adjusting right now. You know. I'm adjusting. We're going for it. I was kind of Still adjusting. for some reason. It's all good. Sit okay. up straight. <laughs> Did you just hit yourself with that? I smacked my mouth, yes. Jeez. You're lucky there's a cushion. Yeah. 
And this dude's the Iceman. You can look him up. He goes, he just submerges himself in the cold water. And he just like, this is how you heal. His wife killed herself. What? Yeah. So his remedy was... To get into ice cold water? Let me control my emotions. And somebody, so that's a sad story. Whatever, look it up that's if a you really look, sad story. Look it up if you want to like find I've out never about seen it. This Dude's before. crazy, and it's real. Like he has classes where he like judo side to side. They're like ah ah, like control the breath, control the breath. <laughs> you must control the breath. And then this one guy is just like. So is that? Is that insanity? No. I no. think it is a little bit. Okay. Where you got to do something like that to be okay? No, it's not to do something like that to be okay. So what if you can... It's it's about like grounding yourself, but your fight or flight system. But you got to do all that to, to ground yourself? Well... I'm not, I'm not judging. Usually work is the physical carries curiosity. over to the mental and then vice versa. Anyway, one reporter is just like, Mr. Iceman, don't you He feel- goes by Iceman? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I was, Don't you? I was like, that's a pretty cliche. Hey, golf, why I Bob? <laughs> no, the, the, everybody, chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, freaking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, Batman and Robin, the, his puns as the Iceman oh. or Mister Freeze. So the this reporter goes one? up to him. The reporter goes up to him. He's just like, uh, <laughs> she goes, she goes, that's our, that's our don't you feel the cold? And this full straight up, this is the line that lives rent free in my head. I do not feel the cold. I feel the power of the cold. Which is the stupidest thing. Which, <laughs> that means you feel the cold. <laughs> like the I power have, of the cold is cold. I am delighted and I do not feel the cold. I feel the power of the cold. The reason he's saying this is because he just said that to me right now. Oh, yeah. Because I sat down with my daughter's blankie on me. And I, I'm like, you're not cold. And he's like, I don't feel the cold. I'm genuinely confused. Sorry. That's just how my brain works. It is what it is. All right. Well, welcome back to the What the Derf show about eight minutes later. It is eight minutes later. And it's going to be like a short episode. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be a short episode. I'm also tired and it's 1130 at at night. Should I get to my story? Right now. You can get to whatever you want, girlfriend. I have something too. Okay, you go first because mine, mine is going to... Yeah, go ahead. Yours is going to what? We should go back to the... Um, what is it? News that nobody knows about or something like that? Oh. Uh, what was it? Um, current events that nobody cares about to keep us politically unbiased. Yes. Yeah, not yet though. That'll be next episode. Yeah. So first, I want to I wanna do uh, uh, the Batman Mr. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Freeze puns. You guys have to hear this. This is going to be amazing. Oh, and pretty soon we're going to... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is the greatest thing ever. This is the greatest thing ever. Here we go. So this is uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze. In what movie? So they can go and watch Batman it. and Robin. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that movie was terrible. Oh, you can't hear it because I'm connected to the... I'm connected to the... I can't wow, look it up. what an idiot. Oh, what an idiot. Okay, so we're just going to do the... I'll, I'll look it up. You Ten can, you, awful Mr. Freeze puns from Batman Freddy's, and Robin. Hearing Freddie say it is basically the same thing as hearing Arnold Schwarzenegger say it because he has, he does it so well. So here we go. Starting one of the first puns in the movie. 
He says, I think we're about to understand that. He says, you're not sending me to the Kula. (laughs) (laughs) The Kula. (laughs) Then he tells this to Robin. Stay cool, bird boy. (laughs) (laughs) Stay cool, bird boy. (laughs) I love it. Okay, here we go. You guys need to go watch that movie if you haven't. It's great. It sucks. I'll kill you, bro. But it, it sucks so much that it's good. Hold on, he goes. So another one, he says, he said, oh, he, it's such like cool, like cool references. It's mm-hmm. all puns. He says, "Cool party," and then the one of the best one is he comes into a party and he crashes it. And he goes, "Allow me to break the ice." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> There's never been so many puns in one movie. <laughs> Tonight, hell freezes over. <laughs> Tonight's forecast. A freeze is coming. Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on, there's one. Let's kick some ice. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna tell you all of them. Hey everybody. Chill. <laughs> everybody chill. <laughs> That's the last one. I'm oh sorry. Lord. Okay, so what I'm gonna get into is uh not the, the current events, but check this out. Space. So I got some stuff about space. Okay. <laughs> I thought space freaked you out. It doesn't. Do you like space? No, I, I love guess. space. I, okay, so this is 10 mind blowing facts about space. Okay, so check this out. This is something that you didn't ask for, but I'm doing it. Why? Because this is our podcast. And we Number do one. We, want. we do whatever we want. The solar system is middle aged. Scientists have stab- uh, estimated that our solar system is about 4.6 billion years old. Uh, which they think makes it middle age as far as the solar system lifetimes go. The solar system will probably continue for another five billion years before the sun becomes a red giant swallows, be, becomes a red giant swallows Mercury, Venus, and then the Earth, and then eventually collapses into a white dwarf. I like white dwarfs. <laughs> you, you didn't hear anything. <laughs> you didn't hear anything. I did. What did I say? It turns into white dwarfs. What does? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I like white dwarfs. <laughs> the sun is going to explode and turn oh. into a white dwarf. Oh. And then Earth is not going to exist anymore. I don't know how scientists are just like, they're just like, just say it's like five billion years old. Nobody's going to question it. How do you measure this? I bet <laughs> if I knew the equation, I'd, I'd get it. Number two, and uh, Noemi may or may not pay attention this time. <laughs> I'm listening, I'm listening. Was that a fart? <laughs> I thought we were going to die. <laughs> that was disgusting. <laughs> I heard, <laughs> gross. Were you trying to check if I was paying attention? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. So number two. <laughs> it, was that a fart? At the white dwarf. <laughs> no, I said, I like white dwarfs. In That's space, no one can hear anything. Uh, space is completely silent. Despite what you might have seen in Star Wars, sound waves require some kind of medium to travel through. Sound waves do not travel through so, the vacuum of space. I have a question. Yes. So does that mean if we were floating in space and for some reason we had no effect to the environment? Sure. Or lack of. Uh, whatever. Yeah. And we can be without nothing. If I went pew, 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 <laughs> you wouldn't hear it? I just see your mouth just move. Really? Yeah. Not, without the noise. But what, if, <laughs> what about that? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Number three. Hold on. Hold on. 
Number three. <laughs> so, <laughs> something strange so is... Oh, this one's weird. Something strange is eating the galaxy. Oh. Here's something a little unnerving. Some unidentified thing that's larger than anything we've ever discovered is slowly eating the Milky Way galaxy. Scientists call it the dark flow phenomenon. I would have went with the hungry, hungry hippos, but it's all good. But you know, it's probably fine for now. That's what it says. I have a, wow. I have a question. Mm. How do you know that everything they tell us is true? So this next one, you you can't know these things. Just think our our scientific evidence thesis do, theories and, and predictions and how do they know it's something's eating something out there they're you know all what I mean? based on the studies that have been on conducted over like 150 years so you're gonna tell mm. me in 150 years we got it figured out no it's it's the arrogance of man yeah i just i <clears throat> so check this one out I, the um, universe is probably going to explode at some point yeah, I think that's the coming of, coming of Christ. The universe. The universe. Not not our galaxy, the universe. Yeah, the universe. How could nothing explode? What do you mean? The universe is full of emptiness. Full so of how nothings? does emptiness, nothingness explode? I think I think one theory called the big rip theory <laughs> suggests that a few big billion rip. years in the future dark energy could become so powerful that it shreds all matter and the universe down doesn't this sound like yeah, someone in a trailer just, park made this up? Yeah, I mean down atomic and subatomic particles eventually even tearing the space time itself apart. I mean, they can't even tell us not that the trailer's bad. They can't even tell us an accurate weather report, you know what I mean? Oh, hold on. I got to press the button again. Are you listening to anything I'm saying? Number five. Are you listening to anything I'm saying? At the little white dwarf. There's a lot of water in space. About 12 billion light years away from us exists a gigantic water vapor cloud. It's 100 times larger than the sun and holds 140 trillion times more water than all the oceans on our planet. We've all heard of fresh spring, but that space water would be out of this world. <laughs> Babe, stop looking at me like that. Babe, I love you. Hold on. We're going to take a nice little pause for... Babe, I love you. Babe, stop looking at me like that. Number six. Time travel might be possible, but... It'd be a huge pain to try and do it. You'd have to build an enormous particle accelerator in space that would stabilize space-time foam, then enlarge a wormhole and connect it to a gravitational field. Who has time for all that? Someone with a time machine, maybe. Babe, come on. I don't know what to say to that. If I say anything, you're not going to say anything back anyway. I am going to say something back. No? Yes. Oh, they skip one because these people are idiots. Here we go. Number seven. There are big bucks in space. Space exploration has a pretty impressive... That one's boring. Wait, bucks? What does that mean? Like money? Yeah. For every dollar invested in space exploration, about $8 of economic activity is created. That's not a bad investment. Mm, How? Yeah. Number eight. That doesn't make any sense. The Earth... 
what is your source? The how does you okay? I think this is due to America and the population on the planet. Earth yeah. keeps gaining weight. Okay, but where what is your source? Hashtag fatties. What's the website? Everyday my uh dot com. The environmental. Yeah, I think they're full of crap. Every day, about a hundred tons of space stuff ends up falling to the surface. Wait, I have a question. If nothing weighs anything in space, then how do we? How does it get keep getting heavier? How does nothing weigh anything in space? I don't know. <laughs> don't you see those dudes floating around? It's not something to do with weight. That has uh, everything to do with gravitational pull. Okay. There's no sound in space. So how, no- how do they know we can measure weight? Baby. <laughs> Okay, that's different. How do you Okay, this is in theory this saying that things land on Earth every day. So if stuff is landing on Earth, space particles, then by default more mass means more weight. It's a guess. Got it. Got but it. that actually that's the first one that makes sense. Ah. That <laughs> Gosh. Damn it. <laughs> Number 9. You can probably get electricity from space. Tesla theorized that if you struck a rod deep enough into space, the sheer temperature difference between the vacuum of space and the Earth would create an electrical current uh, that could run a motor. It's certainly possible, though probably not worth the trouble just to run one motor. Big planets are possessive. Oh. Number 10. Big planets are possessive. If our planet was just 50% larger, the gravitational pull of the planet would likely make it impossible for us to venture into space at all. If we choose at some point to begin landing people on larger planet, it may be a one-way mission. Like they can't come back? Well, that's something that people signed up for uh, the space exploration of Mars. Like People are going to go live on Mars one day. Mm. Yeah, it's a one-way trip. I really doubt you can live on Mars. Why? Because haven't you seen the Martians? Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's true. Matt Damon. Yeah, I I have seen it. Yeah, it's a good one. He did it. He's a botanist, the world's best botanist. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, haven't you seen Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, they do it. It's a movie. <laughs> what else? Not based Haven't on you science. seen Ghosts of Mars with Ice Cube? Okay, they so you're do telling it. me Matt Damon, Matt Damon, who's not even a real botanist or a person, can go to space, land on Mars, and grow plants there. First of all, crash landed. Can grow plants there, and he made water out of compressed hydrogen. Yeah, I, I'm not buying it. <laughs> well, in theory. If you created a place, if you created a place with a sustainable atmosphere, you could live on a different planet. Did you know that there was this one dude that put soil and one seed in this big jar, this glass jar, and every day he would water it. And once it sprouted and grew, he closed it forever. And it's a self-sustaining ecosystem. Yeah. I think I've seen that. Yeah. It's like an cool. ad on puberty on Instagram. Something I follow. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. It's your turn now. Okay. To do your thing. What did you bring to the table? All right. People. Did you know King Louis the Fourteenth? Did I know him? Yeah. Do you know about him? No. No? Nothing? No. They call him King Louis the Great? No. Is he from Game of Thrones? Uh, No. They okay. also called him the Sun King. He was a he was a really like 
He was a good king, I guess. He was the king of France between... Nineteen, oh, sorry, nineteen, sixteen eighty-six. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Big time lie. That's because I went to the. Oh, his reign was seventy-two years, sixteen forty-three until his death in seventeen fifteen. So he reigned for a very long time. He was known to being very like intense. Like if he wanted to do something, he was gonna do it. The thing about King Louis the Fourteenth, though, is that he didn't like to shower. Oh, um, and it was common, you know, for that time. But his was so bad; like he did not like bathing himself, specifically his butt. I feel that. Okay, and the other, oh, actually, I don't, yeah, yesterday, I showed you what my search history was. On my phone, and yeah. right now you're about to find out. Okay, don't say a word. So, I was disturbed. King Louis <laughs> was so nasty that he actually would have his servants, uh, it, like he, he smelled really bad. Hold on, push pause. The search history thing. I don't check her phone. Um, I showed it to him because she I showed it, it to me because she pulled up her phone on Google and she's like, "Look what the last thing I looked up was." <laughs> okay. Yeah. All okay. right. All right. Let's play. So. So, um, he smelled so bad that his servants would actually spray his booty hole with like perfumes and herbs and stuff and sprays. (laughs) Why not just shower at that point? He didn't like to shower. But he liked things being sprayed in his butthole. He did not like to shower. Okay. It got so bad. (laughs) Because, you know, oil gets absorbed <laughs> oil gets absorbed so all the oil and fragrances and stuff cause a really bad irritation in his butt and he had anal fistulas yep that's the google search that was the google search <laughs> and so it was very very painful he couldn't sit he couldn't stand. He couldn't lay down. Like it was really painful. I mean, these fistulas were huge. Okay, anal fistula. <laughs> yes. So then he sought, any other word. So then he, any other word. Anal rash. Anal bumps. No, he had an anal fistula. Whatever. And I will tell you what that means. An anal fistula is an infected tunnel between the skin and the anus. Thank the muscular op- opening of the of the end of the gi- digestive tract. Most anal fistulas are a result of an infection in an anal gland that's uh that spreads to the skin. So, one of his glands was taking in a lot of that stuff, right? So yes. then he sought help from his physician, which oddly enough was also his barber. Um, <laughs> so back then a lot of barbers were also physicians okay so the physician kind of cut him a new butthole babe and he's known as the king with two buttholes <laughs> it became a fad so everyone in the royal court started saying they got their second butthole 
And that was like the thing, like that was like the cool thing. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them didn't because could you imagine how painful that would be? Are you lying? No. (laughs) I wish I was. You can Google this. Okay. Okay. So on the King Louis the 14th had two buttholes and he made it a trend. He was trending before TikTok ever existed. So if uh, if you're checking into the What the Derp show, we give you science. We give you anatomy. We give you disease. Grissomness. We give you history. All of the above. Yeah. Anal fistula. Yeah. So he he had two buttholes. Everybody in his court wanted the two buttholes because that was the cool. I mean, he was the king, you know, like everyone wants to be like the king. Sure. But I draw the line at the butthole, you know, I draw the line a lot sooner than that. Yeah. So he didn't like he he really didn't like showers. Is that what you had to share? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I did. Moving on. Okay. Well, uh, tell me your thoughts. I have none. You, what do you think? I have none. Did you know any of this before? I oh, did, you think I I'm did, lying right no, now. No, no. I, I, you know what? I believe you. Okay? I have no thoughts. You have a really hard time believing me. No, it's gross. Things. I don't know why not just clean yourself. Yeah, Whatever. like just wipe, you know? Just a pack of Charmin. <clears throat> put some soap on it. Moving on. Pop-up shops. <laughs> All right. So Noemi and actually just Noemi. I was there for moral support. She had her second pop-up shop. And if you didn't know, if you're a loyal listener and don't know the the uh, expertise of mm. Noemi, she has her own line of homemade stuff. And it's called uh, Ahava Boutique. And what she makes are all handcrafted items. But I'll, I'll let her take this over right here. What do you make, babe? I crochet and I knit. Which um, I have a hard time determining which is which. Yeah, he he always says the opposite thing, which is like if you didn't, it's fine if you don't know, but how do you always get the opposite thing? That's a, that's a skill, my friend. Well, because I was wrong the last time, so I say <laughs> the other one and I'm like, how? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I, I make lots of different kind of things. The only things I really don't like to do is I don't really... I think they're really pretty. I don't really like making blankets because it's just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And to me, it's just a little, you know, kind of boring to me. Um, And uh, another one is scarves. scarves. Yeah. Okay. I can't with scarves. But I make pretty much everything else. I make hats, scrunchies. Um... I like to make... Oh, I've just started making bears. Freaking teddy bears, Where, dude. They're really cute. She made a teddy bear. Yes. How many teddy people <laughs> make teddy bears? You're very sweet. I'm but serious. I started making teddy bears. They're really, really cute. And I make um, head wraps. Um, like I said, scrunchies. I make, I make exfoliators. I call them scrubbies. I make exfoliators for your skin because I also make soaps Mm. and I just expanded Expanded. the type of soaps that I make. So I've made soap out of goat's milk. I've made soap out of honey. I've made soap out of buttermilk and all the other avocado oil. We almost use her sister's breast milk, but I don't know about that. Does she still have some? So she wants me to, that would be specifically for her baby to use. Oh. Yeah. So I want to expand my business for moms who breastfeed their babies. 
they always have extra. I know I had extra. Mm. So instead of ending up throwing it away because your baby eventually stops drinking it yeah, and you have all this extra, what I would do is I would come in. I'd use that, do the, you know, the whole thing uh, with all the natural stuff and the essential oils and make a soap out of your breast milk. And that would be like a... Um, a body wash for your baby. It'd be breast milk soap. Yeah, so it would it would all the whole batch would go to the mom for their baby. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, so I wouldn't be selling my sister's breast milk to other people. Oh, that, <laughs> That's a little hey, weird. Yeah. What if, what if, <laughs> Although, what if you, people bought it? <laughs> no, you know what? At the pop up shop I did at Espanas. Yeah. In December, there was a lady that asked me if I had any breast milk soap, and she said because. She knows that all all the good stuff that it has, and it does help with a lot of stuff. But I'm like, I wouldn't sell it to you. <laughs> like it would be like to the I person, would. you know. I would. I don't know, but that that's what I plan to do. That's my next like thing that I want to do with my business. So, um, the soaps I made uh, for this week's pop or last week's pop up shop were more goat's milk soap. Yeah, that one is really I love it. It's really good for your skin, and it ha- it was scented with uh, rose and vanilla. Sure. And I only use uh, organic essential oils, so that's pretty cool too. So it, it has all the good stuff and then none of the bad stuff. And I made uh, honey soap. I had two different scents. I had oatmeal milk, which is different than oat milk apparently. Oatmeal milk and honey scent. And the other scent was orange, which was the the favorite. It was sweet orange, and and uh, fresh tangerine in it. Yes. So, so we she had the pop up shop, and it was in uh, Los Banos, California. Yes. We went to this one little area by where we bowl. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's unprofessional. And we went to to the side of this like little. It's like the parking lot, but like the side parking lot. I don't know that really nobody kind of parks at. And it was in front of this boutique shop, and it was it was okay, okay. It it was yeah, it was all right. It was fun. Oh, the yeah. spot was okay. Everything was okay. What put me? I don't want to say over the top. <laughs> I want to be under the top <laughs> he right was now. Not happy. I was pissed. Um, so we're sitting there. You know, we're trying to we're trying to mingle. You know, don't say the name of the group. I'm not gonna. Okay. Cause it's it's local. You okay, okay. don't want to do that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say I'm just gonna say all right. Cause even if I don't say the name of the group and they hear it, they're gonna be like, they're talking about us. I doubt okay, it. I yeah. doubt it too. All right. So what put me under the top <laughs> was because over the top would be a good thing. Under the top is a bad thing. Under the bottom, the way bottom, was that we're sitting there trying to like build up, build rapport, trying to sell this soap, trying to sell ourselves. And all of a sudden, you just hear the Mexican burrito, and then freaking start dancing starts happening. Oh my gosh! And I um see them. It's like the the little girls with the the big dresses, and they do like the clicking dances, like little Mexican dances. It was it was cool. Clicking it was cute. Dances. They click their feet. I don't it's know what's cute. going it's on. Cool, it's cute, cool. traditional. That's that's yeah. our roots, baby. Well, you know, whatevs. No, I mean did it too. So I was kind of happy. I was feeling it. You know. And I didn't do it 
that day. It was it was a group when, that and, I was and, in and a long time upbringing. ago. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I was I, I was a little to. vague, but she cleared it up for me, and that's why we make a good <laughs> partnership, baby. So I'm sitting there, you know, and I'm like, okay, that was okay, but let's sell some stuff because there's limited space and people. And are- we have to specify that the booth they gave me was right in between the two speakers and right where all the action was happening. So while these performances were happening, no one was walking past. Everyone was like in a circle around just watching just these watching. things happen. And also That's not usually what happens at pop We're shops. sitting there and it's St. <laughs> so. Patty's Day. And I'm not understanding this concept of St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's pop-up shop, whole bunch of Mexican crap, secular St. Patty's music, even like Flogging Molly's or uh, Dropkick Murphy's, all kinds of stuff. They even played Boston. I don't even like. But after the performances, it was just Mexican music. Yeah. So I'm just like, what's going and on the speakers here? Speakers were between. We advertised <laughs> like, this. We were in between the speakers, man. Both of Pointed them. inward toward us. Yes. <laughs> the second group goes up after I'm like over the dancing because I'm there to like, I'm there to support Noemi and sell some stuff, sell her soap. And that's that's what we're supposed to do. The second group comes up, and there were like some workout Zumba. It was Zumba, yeah. Was it Zumba? Yeah, Freddie was really confused because it's like the other little girls. It's it was like, a choreographed it's a, it's dance a performance. performance. Yeah, and they weren't. It was just a Zumba. Class. The Zumba class came in front of us and did freaking for like forty five minutes. What's it called? Insanity in front of us, but like not insanity. No, they didn't do insanity. It was just they to the just side, going back, punch to the side, forth. like Tybo, punch, punch, punch. Punch. They were jazzercising. Oh, hold on. They'll throw it in the air. Throw it in the air. Throw the ooh, ooh. They did that for whatever reason. <laughs> and like, oh, I was like, what is happening right now? So the first song ends after like seven minutes. And I'm just like, okay, we get it. They You're local. Like Sign more, up, guys. They played five more songs. 38 minutes of ooh, ooh. Ah, da, 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 When I say, okay, you can't picture this. You can't see me right now. So it's sidestep, like in a Taibo class, when you're going to the beat and you're punching to the left, and then you tap to the left and you punch to the right, and you're doing it in like 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 rhythm. Not, dude. Okay, that's fine. They're working out. There's some big girls there, and I'm just like, you get it, girl. But 38 <laughs> minutes. What are we doing? It's a pop up shop. Like, babe, they're not coming to the table because, and yeah, everybody. Was and then just they got watching. a certificate for something. I'm like, dude, what is this? Yeah. We need a pop up right. shop. No, 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 no. We need right. a pop up shop. A pop up shop. If I'm gonna pay 50 bucks, it's about our space. I don't need no dance performance right there. There was so much parking lot, and they did it right in front of the boots. But I was pissed. I'm just like, okay, whatever, dude. Oh, it's not over. The uh, the third one was some Aztec ritual <sighs> dance, and I'm pretty sure that there were summoning spirits, you know. And I was just like, this isn't cool, but you know, culture, like, right? Like sage, sage and, and skulls. They, and they were like bowing down and doing the fire dance and burning themselves. And so I left. It was a lot of stuff. I, I was just like, I'm over this sage smell <laughs> or whatever's like- going on. Oh yeah, he left. He left for a little bit. I went to the bowling alley, got something to drink, and then came back. And I was like, "Holy crap, they're still going!" And yeah, 
for an hour and like 15 minutes, hour and 20 minutes, it was three performances in the middle of pop-up shop city. Go to a freaking farmer's market. Not even those do that. Picture what you want to do. Go to the fair. And out of nowhere, it's... Stop saying burrito. Why? It's racist. No, it's not. That's what I hear. You you hear burrito every time. It's the only Spanish word I know. No, that's not. You're a liar. You lie. I don't get mad. I get mad pretty easy. Yeah. I do. And got me. What about King? King Louis with his two buttholes, though. Stop! Stop! Can you imagine him doing Zumba with two? Oh my gosh! Two dude. of those things. So. So yeah, that was the only downer, but it was really fun. I still sold. I still sold stuff despite. Um, but Freddie was upset. <laughs> so, we're talking about me getting very angry, and. Yeah. uh what we're talking about me getting very angry and then we're talking about anal fistula he's also been very uh um what's the word standoffish cranky cranky not standoffish i have been have you well i I think i'm inflamed (laughs) something happened because we were getting out of the car and i asked him if he can bring some stuff down no 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 this is not what happened Yes, it so, is. Let's hear your and version said, of the story. I said, oh, babe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Marriage counseling. <laughs> no. Let's hear Noemi's okay. side of the story. Okay. Freddie so. is turned off. Three, two, one, go. Okay. So we get home. We're getting out the car. I have a lot of stuff in Freddie's car. Okay. So I asked him to help me get stuff down. He got stuff down from the back seat, and I was getting stuff from the front seat. So I grabbed stuff. I went to the back. I got some of Allie's things. And by the time I went in the house, he had already he had already gotten one of the things down. He was going back for my bag and the bag kind of like fell to the side and some of my stuff fell out. So that really upset him. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, he goes, it fell out. <laughs> it's like, OK. And I'm like, what's happening right now? Because we had a good day. Like we were we were completely fine. And then. He gets my ba- the bag and puts the stuff in it, brings it inside. Keep in mind, it's like four steps to the front door. It's yeah. not like a long walk. No. And then I said, oh, babe, you forgot something. It was Allie's medicine. And he flipped out. What do you want me to do? You asked me to get everything down and the bag fell and everything fell. And, blah, 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 blah. No. and, and I just stood there like. What is happening? Okay. What is happening? Okay. Okay. I'm so confused, and I think you did catch yourself, and you got a little subconscious, like you didn't realize that you were that upset. Okay, I was so pissed. At first, (laughs) he was so mad. So when she asked me, she's like, "Babe, can you help me with the stuff?" And I was like, "Okay." And I look, and I was like, "I'm just getting everything right now." She got some of it. I got most of it. Okay. And. uh Okay. It's not like I was just sitting there or standing there. You, ugh. Okay. okay, go, go, go. Hold on. Hold on. Marriage counseling. So I sit there and I was like, okay, I got your box trolley full of stuff. And then I went to go get that brown bag. Mm-hmm. The brown bag where stuff fell out of it. Yeah. So I went and grabbed the plastic bags. And in my head, I was just like, 
oh, this brown bag's big enough. Let me just put these plastic bags with all your yarn and stuff inside these brown, the brown bag. And I can carry the brown bag as a whole. All right. And I was like, good idea. Because <laughs> this, it's four steps to the front door. I ain't, I'm not trying to take two, two trips. Oh, my gosh. So I grab the bag and it almost falls. Mm-hmm. And I go, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, floor's mm-hmm. wet. Babe's yarn. I don't want to. I don't want to disappoint her. <laughs> so I grab it. I grab it. Almost falls. Put it back. Go. Woo! That was close. Grab both handles, and as I pick it up, the the the, the plastic bag inside gets caught on something and just pulls. It. And five seconds after, I was relieved about not dropping anything. Everything falls out of the bag. Mm. <laughs> And I was like, oh, maybe it's not wet. Picked it up. Yarn's wet. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, why? so my stuff got wet. I didn't know that. All of it. So you're confessing right now. I didn't do, did I didn't you make drop, the... Did you drop my earphones? I, no, I don't think oh, so. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I was pissed. Because I tried. And then I almost, and then it did. <laughs> frustrated. And then when she says, babe, you forgot... <laughs> And I said, I didn't forget nothing. How can I forget what I didn't even plan on remembering? <laughs> and retrieving. Oh my gosh. He was like he was like yelling and he doesn't yell like that. that so was, I was so confused. I'm like, what is happening? I even started laughing because I'm like, What is wrong with you? What just happened? It was like a I want my pink sweatshirt back. And then he moment. got really like quiet after. Just looked at his feet. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm elevated. I apologize. And then I did I get that last bag in the car, or did you? Get no, it? I got it. But I stood there with my no, gat you didn't. With my gun. No, you didn't. I'll protect you, girl. No, you were inside trying to figure out what okay. you did. All right. This- <laughs> It's a shorter podcast today. What I'm trying to get to, all right, uh, we love you, and I'm so glad that we're back. Okay, what I'm trying to get to, also, is that Freddie's crazy because the transition was going to be this anger, anal fistula, science, and like, hey, l- let me uh, tell you what I've been studying this week. Uh, I've been making it a point to dive into scripture, um, like a, a chapter. So I, I'm very like. It's hard for me to sit down and really like read read something. So I've been kind of putting myself in a situation where I'm like forcing myself to okay, aim small but think big. And what I'm doing is getting these chapters and I'm dissecting them. These chapters that really mean something to me. A couple chapters sometimes, and not necessarily the whole book. And I just, I'm trying to think of a concept in the Bible that I want to study. And right now it's Matthew 13. And uh, I was just like, I was like, man, this is this is pretty crazy. So a lot of the the scripture is talking about um, is talking about how heaven is and what's going to happen after like the the weeds get burned and weeded out, you know. And there's this one scripture where I I, uh, I looked at it. It's a uh, Matthew thirteen forty four to forty eight, and I came to Noemi. And I was just like, babe, I think like... No, baby. Baby. Like that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I think I, I, I found a nugget. You know? Like, 
So what I do is I'm getting the chapter and I'm just obsessing over these chapters all week. And I'm thinking about them, sleeping on it, I'm asking, I'm, I'm, I'm diving into it. And if this is a form of study that is, is acceptable by, by like the Lord's standards that I feel would be okay, then it's good because I'm digging into the scripture and it has me in this like states of mind, like, I don't know. And sometimes I'll like talk Noemi's ear off, like, yeah, and then this, and then this. And she's like, uh-huh. That's no, so I heard cool. everything you said. So you're about to repeat okay. everything you told me in the car. And after, uh, so after I'll say everything, I'm like, babe, what do you think? Uh, that's, I agree with you, but are, are you hot? Are you hot? You're crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> it's 50 degrees outside. <laughs> And the heaters, like, that's and what the, I and sound the air like? conditioner is off. No, like. you don't sound like that. Mm-hmm. But you do do that. You're like, now I gave you my input and you stayed quiet because I feel like you realized something after I what I said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What'd you say, though? I forgot, though. The merchant? Yeah. That's Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. So, in this, in this, so check this out. Check this out. In uh, Matthew 13, 44 to 48. So 44 says, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. So in this reference, there's three references. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure. And if you're reading this in the form of like English language, the, the kingdom of heaven is like what? Treasure. You're going in order. What is heaven in this? Treasure. What does the treasure represent? Heaven. Okay, and it's hidden in a field. And heaven represents what? Jesus. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. What I'm pondering right now is this one right here. Why is it hidden? Why would he hide it again? But I do understand that he finds it, understands its value, goes, sells everything he has to invest everything he has I into think, the, I think the treasure, that into heaven, buying that land. I think that land slash heaven, I think that is salvation. Oh. A.K.A. Jesus. So when you find Jesus and you find salvation, you go, you you give your life away. You you get rid of it. You die. And then you go and you live in heaven where well, there's, there's salvation. So many, so many different concepts here because so like you, you're supposed to lose yourself so you, so you can find yourself in Christ. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure so that it's not really after we, we die because the, the, the Father's prayer, the Lord's prayer, we say that kingdom come, thy will be done here on an earth as it is in heaven. I didn't say literally die. I said die in the spirit. No, so yeah, so die. die lay down your life. Lay down your life. Get, have a new life. Yeah, so the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man find it, he hide it again. And I, I'm like, I'm stuck on that. So the revelation here is the next one. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. If you're looking at the order of like the English language, the second one, he says, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant. So who is heaven? The merchant. What is the merchant? That is the kingdom of heaven. And then looking for fine pearls. Okay. So the first time I read it, I thought the pearl was heaven. But then in this, in the order that this is written, again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant. Heaven is the merchant. The merchant is heaven. Looking for fine pearls. So if heaven is the merchant looking for fine pearls, the pearls have to be us. Yeah, but again, I don't think the merchant represents exactly like specifically heaven. 
I think it's referencing God. I think it's all of the above. Like it's it's all a common denominator. But I'm saying like you can oversee that. Kinda. I don't think so because Jesus is being very little right here. He's saying I teach in parables, and he's trying to he's trying to let you grasp what heaven is. So he's saying the kingdom of heaven. If he wanted you to grasp what God is, he's gonna say God is this. The Father is this. No, you know what I'm saying? I don't think he's gonna say it literally. No, in this, in why would you describe the kingdom of heaven if you're talking about God? You're trying to describe heaven to the common person who have who has questions. So you teach in parables because you can't grasp what it really is if if you speak directly. You have to give reference. So if heaven is the merchant and merchant is heaven, then merchant is looking for fine pearls, us. So when he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything and he had uh, everything he had and bought it. So what this tells me in the first two references about the treasure being found by the man and the merchant looking for a pearl is that see, growing up when I, when I worshipped, it was this one-sided thing like, Lord, like, and it's not, not, none of this is false. It's Lord, you're all knowing your will be done. I love you, Lord. Thank you. Glory to you. Just pushing it all back to heaven, pushing it all back to heaven, pushing it all back to heaven. But if you read scripture, this is the same God that we're talking about who gives a reference of the shepherd who leaves the 99 to go after one. So if we're giving our all to God, and we understand that this shepherd um, parable, God would leave the 99 to come after the one. This giving each other, like your all, giving your all is reciprocated with our Lord in heaven. Example given, Christ was given. He gave his all, died for us. So the merchant is heaven, finds a fine pearl, gives everything he has. Mm. To buy that one pearl because he knows the value. And I was like, be the pearl, baby. Like just straight up. And I was talking to my brother-in-law today. I was like, dude, like heaven is wait, heaven is waiting. Kingdom of heaven is waiting to sell out on us, to go all in on us. And when is the moment that the kingdom of heaven can go all in on us? When we go all in on the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. It's reciprocated. Yeah. And that right there, I was just like, wow. I don't know if that like grass resonates on anything. But what I do know is that my wife is ready to go night night. (laughs) She's looking at me. First, she's looking at me because I disagreed with her on the whole heaven thing. No, and I didn't. It's too, It's a conversation. It is you conversation. can have one opinion. I can have a different one. Yeah. That's but the, okay. the cool part. So That is the cool part. So the look happened that she's giving me right now happened immediately after that. And it I didn't give you a look. First no, 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 no. I was no, just no, looking no. at you. Yes. But the way you're looking at me says I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Yes, very tired. Her eyes are red. And I know that when we go lay down, she's going to go to sleep like in... 30 seconds. No, because I'm going to have cereal. It's 12.15. It's midnight. I don't care. <laughs> Trying to stop me. <laughs> All right. Um, 
I didn't technically make, do the segment as verse of the day, but I, I really like that. Uh, I'll share the nuggets whenever I feel I have a grasp on being able to explain oh, it. You didn't do it. Do what? Verse of the day. Yay. I haven't done that in a while, huh? But it's a backtrack, so whatever. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, have your have your guys say off a good week there, buddy. Yeah, and the next time you go to the bathroom, think of King Louie and what that must have been like to go potty through a different spot. Or both. That's disgusting. I'm ashamed of talking about that, guys. But I'm still going to Why are you ashamed if I talked about it? I'm still going to And I have anyway. no shame about it. <laughs> so why would you try to feel shame for me? We have cereal? Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it. Go. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to the What the Derp Show. This is Noemi. And I'm Freddie. And you're listening to What the Derp. <laughs> no, don't leave it. Welcome back to the What the Derp Show. I'm Freddie and this is... You and me. And in this episode, we're... <laughs> <laughs> First of the day. Cut. Welcome back to the What the Derf Show. My name is Freddie and this is... No, Emmy. And in this episode... In this episode, Freddie is going to be very tired tomorrow. Oh, damn it. <clears throat> Welcome back to the What the Derf Show. This is...